0: Welcome to Functional Design and Closure. I am Nate Jones. And I'm Christoph Newman.
1: Each week, we discuss the software design problem and how we might solve it using functional principles and the Closure programming language. So Christoph, what's on your mind this week?
0: Well, this week, I've been thinking about time tracking, the the can of worms that we opened for ourselves last week. And once you open it, uh, that's dinner, I guess, right? (laughs) <laughs> yes. So, hopefully you're a bird or a fish. <laughs> <laughs> and so, where we ended up last week is we were talking about filtering all the lines and recognizing the, the li- well, we, we have these literate time logs, right? And so, it's like everything's treated as a comment unless it it matches a magical format. And that magical format, we basically have a date and then we have a starting time and an ending time on that date. Right. right, right. And so trying to so so we're using regexes to match all the lines and then and then the nice thing is the regex gives us the 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 time and date information back out. And so we wanted to we wanted to add all that stuff up and see like how much time is accounted for in this file.
1: Right, right. So last week we got it so we, we were able to parse it. But just being able to parse it doesn't really it's not really useful to us. We want to actually add up the total number of, of hours total number of minutes across that that time, right?
0: right, right. yeah, and get a count. And so um, so I was thinking about you know how how should we go about doing this? And so what what do you think? I mean it's pretty simple. So we have the string, and so why don't we just use our regex and we're gonna just match the date part. And match the, so we have like the hours and minutes on the the wall clock hours and minutes for start and the wall clock hours and minutes for the end, right? I mean, yeah, we don't really need the date. like if I start working at 8:30 a.m. and I finish working at 140 p.m or I should say 1340 because that that's our format right, right. So I I don't know. it seems like a pretty straightforward problem to me. Right, so eight hours, like we we want minutes. So let's take eight hours. So so we'll we'll just we'll just regex out the parts, okay, and then we'll convert them to integers, right? Take eight hours times sixty minutes, plus you know thirty minutes. So whatever that is, three hundred and sixty plus 30, 390 minutes into the day. And then we have like thirteen forty. I'm not going to do that math in my head, but you you take thirteen <laughs> times sixty plus forty, and that's your end time. And then you take your end time minus your starting time, and you have the number of minutes done. Cool. All right. What do so you think? shortest episode ever. Why did ever. why did we defer this from last week?
1: <laughs> uh, I don't I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So we 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 have the total number of minutes, right? And yeah. uh, um, Great. So. So so now now we just we just have a function that so maybe we should talk about you know how we start off this whole thing we just you know open a a a file up and just start typing into a comment block and 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 have our our uh, like you know a function that just takes a string and gives us back the total number of minutes then I guess it's kind of a lot to do for in one function right.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, I think if we want to make it concrete, if then um, yeah. So, we, we, we're going to open a file in our, our connected editor, <laughs> go back and listen to episodes 12, 13, and 14. <laughs> right. Plug for those. Yeah, in our connected editor. And then we're going to edit a function. And then, um, I don't know, let's say like we, we had a regex, right? Like we have a regex that we know matches it. And so, so we can both like use a regex to go, does this match and extract out the parts at the same time, right? So we use re matches, right. uh, enclosure. And then I'm just saying we, we put capture groups around like the hour minute of the start and then the hour minute of the end. And then we can use destructuring to basically, you know, capture those four parts, and so if the whole thing comes back nil, it's kind of where we were last time. If it comes back nil, it doesn't match. It's not relevant. It's part of the literate aspect of our time log. <laughs> Otherwise, our let block will destructure out these four values. And then we're going to need to convert them each to integers.
1: Right, just right? parse them all. Okay.
0: Sure. And then, uh, boom, you know, we 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 got those values. And so we'll just have this thing basically I don't know, it can take a line and then it can give us a number of minutes back out of that line, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, well then, uh, I hope we don't work too late on this because what happens when, we, you know, we start working at 10 p.m. or, let's see, <laughs> 22 p.m., 2200, and we work till 2 o'clock in the morning the next morning? Uh it's kind of oh, throws us into right, a... right,
0: right. Yeah, because our, our, our format, it, it just has one date, right? Like, it doesn't have the start date and the start time and the end date and the end time.
1: Right, so I think the it'd be... end time. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, so, I guess it'd be safe to assume that you did not work uh, the whole next day and into the next. So, you know, we can just, you know... Well, if, yeah, how, how can we well, figure... Well, uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> if you start at 22 p.m., well, 2200... <laughs>
1: Gosh. I know. Sorry, my bad. My
0: American just can't <laughs> just can't get over itself. <laughs> so if you start at twenty two hundred and you end at o two hundred, right? Yeah, then you definitely went past midnight, or you or you wrote the time down in the wrong wrong order. In so, wrong order. Uh, but I like I like that idea of like if you span midnight, then we just sort of assume that a time that's previous to the starting time is a time that spans midnight yeah okay so we can't really capture like a time range longer than 24 hours with this little notation i guess right
1: well i think i think if if we end up doing something for longer than 24 hours anything work sleep eating yeah uh, i think we should consider other problems (laughs) we might have other problems besides (laughs) keeping track of our time
0: we we have larger problems to solve in our life than time tracking (laughs) sure fair enough Okay. Yeah. So that uh, okay. I like that idea. So we basically go okay. If the end time happens before the start time, then we must have crossed midnight. Okay, no problem. So just take that, take that subtraction. Take the end time minus the start time, and then just add twenty four hours, right, to adjust. Or, or I guess you could add twenty four hours to the end time and then do the subtraction. I mean, no addition what. is commutative. <laughs>
1: yeah. I see, I see. So if you had 2200 to, to 2 o'clock in the next the next morning, you would do the, the subtraction, and you'd get um, negative, negative 200, or ne- negative 20 hours, essentially. And then you add 24 hours to that, which means it'd be positive 4 hours, which is right, right. the Right. Num- of time. If we want to think of
0: this in hours instead of minutes, yes. Right. That's Because like it's much the easier
1: to do the math in our heads right now, yes.
0: <laughs> right. So, 200 yeah. minus 2200, negative 2, uh, negative 22, right? Ugh, I can't. <laughs> negative 20 plus 24 is positive 4. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. I'm glad Clojure does
1: the math for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I when you when I get past any sort of it's like simpler math, I just type it into my connect editor REPL just because I know it can do it faster than I can.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: So so now now we got we got the the, the the minutes for everything we can add up add everything up, right? No other problems. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So so we have a function, that function's gonna regex out all the parts well, the, the four parts we care about. It's going to turn it into minutes. We're going to do subtraction. We're going to go, oh, is that value negative? Oh, it is negative. Let's add 24 hours. So, however many 24 times 60 minutes. <laughs> right. And then, uh, and so either this function going to return a nil. That's that's what we decided last time. It'll return a nil if it's it's a part of a literate line or it will return minutes if it's not.
1: Cool. So, then... Uh... Now, now that we we can convert all of the time logs into numbers, we can um, we can just add them up. Um, you maybe using a loop, a loop construct. What do you think about that?
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah. So before, I think we were using like a do seek to just because we're slurping in all the lines as as an array, not array, as a sequence. <laughs> That's my Java programmer right. <laughs> hiding, <And laughs> hiding then, back in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, so th- we were using a do seek just because all we we're doing is printing it out. Uh, but in this case, we want to actually do like a stateful loop. We want to we want to add up the number of minutes. We don't just want to print the number of right.
0: minutes. Right, right. The do seek doesn't give us any mechanism to kind of remember remember anything between iterations. Right. So so like we've done before, we can just loop recur. So we'll have loop and we'll start with our sum. You know, we'll bind it to zero, and then we'll and just then uh, we'll recur s- and add. You know, like 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 if we get nil back, so I guess we can basically do an if right? Like you know, if let, and so if we get a nil back, then we're we're going to recur with whatever sum we started with, and if we if we actually get a minutes back. Then we add that and we recur. So we, we our recur statement is you know recur plus sum and then minutes, right?
1: Right. And then we also need to have like the the lines from the file as another uh, entry into the loop construct. So we have the count, like you said, the sum total, and then we have the lines, like basically, the the, the lines we get back from line seek, um, and then we can just say first. Like, if, if, if there's something there, we, you know, grab the first line, parse it through, and then the recur is essentially doing the sum, like you said, and then the second half of the the recur is um, rest on lines, which is basically everything but the first entry. So we can chew through the... the. Um,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, right, chew through because the Deucey, entries. seek gives us, yeah, by, repeatedly binds that thing each trip you're you're right yeah so our loop is gonna need a sum uh and then like the 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 list
1: of lines yeah, yeah essentially
0: yeah and so then we have to recur with the sum and recur with the rest yeah because because whether it was helpful or not we you know we kind of need to move on <laughs> it's a prag- pragmatist of the code <laughs> yeah
1: whether definitely. you're helpful
0: or not we're just gonna move on <laughs> sorry Okay. Yeah. And then, and then we'll have a total number of minutes. You know, so come to think of it though, I was thinking about this because, uh, let's see, uh, we're, we're in the middle of February and we're coming up at least here in the Pacific coast time zone. Good old March 10th is, is soon at hand. And so if I, in a fit of insomnia, start working at midnight, or let's just say I start working at, 2,200, and then I get done working at 6 a.m., one would think that I worked for eight hours, but one would be wrong. (laughs) Because I believe that's when we all uh, go through this sociological delusion known as daylight savings time, (laughs) where we all pretend, (laughs) you, you can see my feelings on the matter, we all we all pretend that uh time is, is actually in the future. <laughs> right? And so so at two AM on March tenth. Oh yeah. Uh time skips from well, there is no two AM on March tenth. Therein lies the problem. It's one fifty nine and fifty nine seconds and you know, nine hundred and ninety nine milliseconds and nine hundred and ninety nine nanoseconds <laughs> and then boom it's three AM, right?
1: Yeah. Definitely the the mass government induced uh delusion that we all participate in because otherwise we would arrive at work an hour early or an hour late or whatever um, anyway right. so okay so <laughs> so we can't just we can't just do simple math that 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 to me in all my time of of working with dates and times has been you cannot trust math
0: <laughs> yeah this is. This is one of those moments, I think, that all of us as, as developers uh, experience in our career, right? It's one of those moments where you realize, okay, if I do this the right way, I now have to open a whole new can of worms.
1: <laughs> on top of the other can of worms, yes.
0: Or I just need to put something in the release notes like, don't use this on March 10th. <laughs> or or doesn't doesn't support DST, <laughs> oh. right? And if and then if somebody uses it during DST, you can be like, "Well, I put in the user notes that it doesn't support DST, so that's clearly user error. <laughs> it's right. not my fault."
1: <laughs> yeah. Anytime any again, you have to be careful about something. You're probably doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh user be careful. <laughs> okay, so I think this is where where we have to come back and just check that assumption because if we do like wall clock time is really different, right? Because of time zones and because of DST and all this stuff. So so now this like drags us all the way back to the beginning of the problem, right? Where where we as kind of young naive programmers go, "Ooh, I'll do I'll do time math and date math." <laughs> And then you realize this is a bad idea. <laughs> so in this case, yeah, we wanna, we wanna pull in Java time, like Clojure has a neat Java time wrapper and we can pull that in to help us, to help us out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I think any any programmer that's been programming anything in dates for any like the time, you get to the point where you're like, I as soon as you even start touching time, you go, I don't, I'm not going to do this. The smallest amount of addition or subtraction, I'm going to delegate everything to the time library, and which is why most languages have, if not one, you know, a half a dozen time libraries where they try to get it right, a, a dozen different ways. Um, so thankfully right. yes, in closure we have or we closure java time which is based on the java time which is based on joda. So joda time you know is this great like immutable like let's not do mut- mutability when it comes to time anymore. Let's let's make it immutable and let's 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 make it so that it's easy to reason about times. Um, and actually it works out kind of nicely with uh, functional programming because in functional programming all the other values are immutable too. So when you're when you're
0: right, yeah. So Java Time, which is only two letters different from Joda Time, (laughs) was created by the same person as Joda Time, and yeah, this is one of those things where where the the closure library is just a wrapper, right? Because because nobody wants to reinvent this thing. (laughs) I always wondered about the author of Joda Time, why he wanted to invent it in the first place. My theory is it's kind of like. You know when you're thrown into the swimming pool and you choose to swim <laughs> because right. there really aren't any other options.
1: <laughs> or where everyone is standing in a line and it's like who volunteers to write the time library and everyone else steps back and you're the only one that didn't <laughs> yeah. get the memo. Yeah, that that's right. what happened with the poor Jota time guy.
0: Okay, so, so to, to really get this working I mean, this is the beautiful thing about functional programming immutable values like time libraries Time libraries, you're doing a bunch of math, and it's really nice to have this abstraction where you you take a time and then you you manipulate it in some way, and it doesn't actually mutate that thing. Otherwise, like you get in, in the old Java date thing where it's like clone, 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 clone. You're always cloning, oh, right? Yeah. And it's just so error prone. So, it's so nice to like take a timestamp and say add a day to it or add 10 minutes to it, and then it gives you a new one, Right. It's very functional, you know, it's very compatible with functional programming. You write a function that, you know, does something and gives you a new thing back. So yeah, my go-to in this case is let's, like we were saying before, let's open open the editor, open a comment block and try to remind ourselves of like what all the time functions are (laughs) that we're going to (laughs) need.
1: Yeah, because that's that's one thing that's for sure is that a time library will have a whole bunch of different names for the same thing, and so you have to like how 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 so for instance, getting concrete again, not being so how how do we take the time that we have in our in our time string and we get you know Joda time objects out of it or Java time objects out of it? Like what what do we need? We need right we need the date. Well, the Java time wrapper is
0: pretty nice, right? You know, like like it gives us a lot like. If you look in Java time, a whole bunch of the methods are, you know, convert from this to that, convert from this to that, parse from this to this, you know. And so what the the Java time wrapper for the closure Java time wrapper for Java time, (laughs) (laughs) what it does is it basically lets you say, okay, I'm going to have this function called like local date. And then you give it a string that looks like something it can parse. And then it will give you back a local date object under the hood, right? Like a Java time local date object. Okay. Or or if you say, oh, I need a local date. And and w- see, we we chose this weird format, like, you know, Monday, February 11th, 2019. Um, You know, it's kind of weird. So, it can't parse that. So, you can say, okay, local date. And then you give it a pattern. And then you give it the actual thing. And it'll go, oh, okay, I'll use that pattern to parse it. And it gives you a local date back.
1: Okay, right. then then, how, then how, how do we get uh, t- the time? Is there a local time also?
0: Yeah, so there's a local date and a local time. Oh, and okay. if you haven't been down this path before, local is like it doesn't have a time zone attached to it. It's it's kind of like looking at a wall clock. Like the information a wall clock gives you, it doesn't tell you where you are in the world. It doesn't tell you if you are in DST or not, unless it's one of those fancy atomic clocks or something. <laughs> right. We'll assume
1: that it's a dumb school clock.
0: Yeah, yes. yeah. It's got two hands that go around in circles, right? And so that's like what local time is. Like it, it has all these assumptions. And at some point in time, you're going to have to be like, okay, I want to turn local time into a, a, a time that can be resolved in the world. And so you basically say that you want a zoned uh, date or a zoned time or a zoned date time right, where, where you put all that together. And that's kind of Java's time terminology. Right. And so you can ask Java, like, what is the time zone of the computer I'm running on? And it'll be like, oh, your time zone is America's Los Angeles. And so if if we go back to our string parsing, then we, we take the string we part, we can capture out the date part, we can capture out the two time parts, and then we can funnel the date part into local date, funnel the time parts into local time. And now we have these like uh, first class things. Yeah, you know? th- things And then,
1: that we can when can figure out the difference between and 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 do all kinds of other you know figure out which ones earlier in the day or not and that kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: Right. And so so then it's like okay. Then we have to basically construct uh two I like to call them timestamps, like like it's a zone date time, right? So it's gonna mm-hmm. have a date component, it's gonna have a time component, and then it's gonna have a zone, like a time zone component. And then we can do our midnight check. It's like, okay, if this local time is before that local time, we must have crossed midnight. So let's let's take the day and take the time of the, the ending time. Let's take the day and the ending time. Let's make a zone date time for that. And then let's add a day. So and it's, it's super cool proper, because yeah right adding a day isn't adding 24 hours adding a day is adding a day right so 9 a.m on march uh 9th if you add a day to that march 9 2019 then you get 9 a.m on march 10th 2019 which is 23 hours later right well 26 because we skipped ahead <laughs> yeah,
1: it's not twenty four. That's that's the only we can really know right five. now. <laughs>
0: twenty five. Four plus one is five. <laughs> this is why. This is where we go back to. Thank you, closure, and and Java time for doing the math.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and yet another illustration that's why using a the 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 time library is is indispensable because there's no way that you're going to be able to get this right. Because also because the time zone rules change. You know, and then you have things yeah. like leap seconds, which aren't even, you know, we haven't even talked about yet, but they even affect it too.
0: Right. Leap seconds. Oh, yeah. And let's not forget leap years. And so, if we're on February 28th and we add a day, is that the 29th or is it March 1st? Right. And all that right. fun stuff. Yeah, we'll post code. We'll post code on the ep- on the show notes for this to like dig into the the guts of the actual... Java time stuff. But definitely in solving this problem, the key is realizing that even when I write down a date and a time, it is connected to the my my time zone in some way. And or yeah. I mean we could have added into the format where you put your time zone also. Or like UTC offset. But I don't know. I like our format, it's kind of clean. We we just assume the time is in, you know, wherever we're at. I guess it that wouldn't work if we move all over the world though. <laughs> well let's not do that that, that yet then <laughs> that'll be yeah. a
1: future episode
0: <laughs> sure so so yeah and then and then the structure of the solution is just the same right we um we we take our we take our minutes that we get back we 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 just have the we we use the time library we just have it we do time between and we give it like a start Timestamp and a stop timestamp, and we say we want the minutes between these two things, and it just gives it to us, which is really convenient. And so we return that way, and then we we sum it all up. Yeah. So
1: just because the the so to speak, getting the the number of minutes out of the line, that that interface is the same, but we can we can extend the design underneath it so that when we parse the line, we can do more or less depending on if the solution requires you know, more complex objects or just a number, you know, depends on what it'll, it'll impact what we do under under the hood, but the loop at the top is the same.
0: Oh yeah. Right. Right. We can just, yeah. The beauty of set of like compartmentalizing the complexity, like that function that parses can get more and more sophisticated. Like if we add time zones in, you know, and then, and then the overall structure of the solution doesn't have to change. We're still, we're still, giving minutes back right yeah definitely yeah and uh i don't know uh i guess i guess if we want minutes that should be good enough forever (laughs) why not (laughs) could you could you imagine a case where you'd want anything other than just minutes uh (laughs) yeah yeah i can think of
1: several cases you know why don't what what if we want to we want to Talk about uh, you know like I want I want to know h- how many hours I worked every day this week or if I want to you know add tags and do other things and have other other levels of summaries you know I think that there's a lot of interesting things we can do with that data um, that this loop doesn't really do for us all it does is add up the minutes. Um,
0: oh yeah, that's true. Like I was something that's really useful for me is if I I want to know like like, by day, right? I kind of want a grand total in a time log. I want a grand total of all of the hours and minutes that are accounted for in this log. But then I kind of want to know, like, how many hours and minutes per day. So I want to bucket it by day. And so, gosh, right. you know, t- if we want, like, if we want to do that in our in our loop, boy, like, what would we have to do?
1: Well, we'd have to add a lot more state variables, you know, because we're doing a bunch more logic on those, you know, well, we need to enrich the data that we're getting out of each time entry. So it's not just Boy, a number. Well, it just sounds like
0: there's like like we're going to have to change what it returns. We're going to have to keep track of more stuff. It just sounds like okay, that that one little requirement of oh, and now just add it up by day too.
1: <laughs> right.
0: It it sort of challenges a couple fundamental things of of how it data flows through our application, right?
1: And also how extensible it is, because a number by itself is not extensible, but if we yeah. had
0: if we had the,
1: the the parse function return you know a map that was minutes, colon and the time or the number of minutes, then we could just we can continually add more information to that map and and we can we don't have to change the at least the mechanisms the things that pass that map along to know about that.:
0: Yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of things we could do. It also sounds like uh, we're, we're going to have to wait until next week. <laughs> yes, I think we'll have to
1: wait until next week. Cool. Well, that's been a lot of fun, chatting about time. Uh, and I didn't think I'd ever say those words. <laughs> so, chatting about time programming.
0: It's been nice spending some time talking about time, at least this time.
1: Yes, yes. And thank you to Java Time for that. Cool. All right, well, let's see. I guess see. we
0: just had a grand old Java Time. Oh.
1: <laughs> Uh, cool. Well, this week, uh, uh, this week the message queue is a little light. Michelle and Jason tweeted both uh, tweeted to us to let them know they were enjoying the show. Uh, thanks for reaching out. We love hearing from our listeners. Uh, if anyone else wants to reach out and give us feedback or just uh, a shout-out, uh, our email is feedback at closuredesign.club. And we're also on Twitter, of course, at closuredesign.
0: Yeah, and you'll definitely want to go check out our show notes for this episode to see all of the Java Time wrapper goodness. Um, And you can see our notes for our past episode, too, if you go to closuredesign.club. Yep. Cool. All right.
1: We'll be back next week. Until then, when time is on the line, don't zone out.